Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode three of Political Nathaniel, where I provide weekly news. Today is September the 16th, 2023. And I wanted to start off with the greatest news of the week. Hunter Biden is finally indicted. Yes, uh, the first time in U.S. history, the Just Justice Department charged a child of the sitting president. Um, but that's not enough. <laughs> they're just acting like they're playing ball here. Play ball! But you're not. Um, so this is about the gun charge. And that's kind of it. Um, but what about the bank records and the shell companies? Last month on CNN, Jake Tapper said Trump and Jake Tapper's a CNN guy. Um, so he, he said verbatim, Trump was right. I mean, he did make a fortune from China. And <clears throat> that's him referring to Hunter Biden um, making making tons of money overseas. So he admitted that Hunter Biden made tons of money overseas. So, yeah, money from a nuclear-powered enemy um, using the Biden brand influence while his daddy was vice president. Um, they have pictures of Hunter's business partners and Joe Biden together. But somehow people believed that um, he never spoke to Hunter about his business dealings. And he even spewed that nonsense when he was having uh, a debate with Trump for the 2020 president presidential election so people believed it when all the evidence was out here uh, i'm pretty sure some people believed it um, but anyways yeah <laughs> the justice department is using this indictment because it doesn't include joe biden they're, they're still protecting him because joe biden doesn't really have anything to do with this gun charge um but so don't be fooled in, into thinking they finally care about the law they're just throwing us a bone hoping we chew on it a while and just become satisfied <laughs> we're being yeah so they're we're being treated like stupid dogs <laughs> i love dogs but we are definitely smarter than them um but hopefully the house speaker kevin mccarthy will live up to his um actions of green lighting the biden impeachment inquiry inquiry this week and we can finally see some justice for these traitors i i hope so um also this week, the anniversary of 9-11, and uh, I just found this out, but apparently it was from February 2022. Um, there was some newly released 9-11 footage that was hidden for over 20 years. It provides a new angle to the uh, event. Uh, it can be seen on YouTube. Supposedly, um, they accidentally left it on private. But they made it public in February of 2022. Um, and with the 9-11 news, Biden breaks a 22-year tradition for 9-11 by not visiting one of the sites that were affected on that day. And uh, just typical Biden, not giving a rat's ass about anybody but him, himself. Um, but he did do this. <laughs> the Biden administration honored those who had been affected by one of our biggest tragedies ever by informing Congress and the American public that they signed a waiver releasing $6 billion and a five-prisoner swap to Iran 
Okay, that's it's weird flex on 9-11, but okay, Joey B. Um, such a great negotiator. <laughs> gave them $6 billion extra than they gave us, and we just swapped the same amount of prisoners. Yeah, way to go, Joey B. Um, he also then decided to lie. It's 9-11, let me lie. Let me pretend and connect with the people with another lie. Uh, he said he was at Ground Zero, the site in which the tragedy took place, the very next day on September 12th, 2001. And um, even the leftist activists at CNN had an article fact-checking that bozo for lying. <laughs> they pointed out that he didn't show up till nine days afterwards. Probably so he didn't get his suit dirty and take some photo ops. I really don't know why he showed up nine days later. I, I don't know. Um, but New York was in the headlines a lot uh, because of the 9-11, uh, uh, of course, and the continued migrant crisis at the sanctuary city. Um, so uh, Politico, September 9th, 2023, I had a uh, article. And days after declaring the migrant crisis would destroy the city of New York, Mayor Eric Adams announced budget cuts to compensate for increasing asylum seeker costs. He also announced a hiring freeze. And according to Politico, Eric Adams said this, The simple truth is that longtime New Yorkers and asylum seekers will fill these potential, potential cuts and they will hurt. So he admits that these cuts are going to hurt, and I believe the same. Um, but the left-wing goons at Politico played down the budget cuts. So I looked at another source, the Daily Mail. You know how these goons are. They're trying to make their Democrat buddies look good. That's what they always do. Anyways, um, the article on September 11, 2023. Uh, NYPD to cut. Overtime. At, oh, yeah. Okay. The NYPD, the police department, cuts overtime as the Big Apple fills the budget pinch of migrant crisis with city departments being told to slash budgets to fund shelters. So they're cutting budgets um, to fund shelters. That, that was the headline. Uh, yeah. So forget the police. Let's give it to these migrants, right? Because we don't like safety. We don't care about safety. Um, it makes the city a lot less safe <laughs> all for the migrants though um so there's in the article it states that there's upwards of 110,000 migrants that are littered across the new york area yeah that's sounds like a lot of fun and the sanitation uh departments will have some budget cuts as well trash city new york city it's gonna be so trashy with all those migrants and all the trash and yeah going to be great people are going to love it there um but let's get on with some american tyranny maybe and this this one really uh it just jumped out for everybody really in, in new mexico our texas neighbor the, a tale of a dictator and their attack on the second amendment so the democratic governor of new york mex uh, i'm sorry <laughs> new mexico michelle lujan grissom issued a public health emergency on september 8th she cited some select deaths as an excuse to trample on the second amendment by banning concealed and open carry for our guns 
The federal judge granted a temporary restraining order, though, against the governor, which blocked the enforcement of the ban until October 3rd. Not sure why that date is, but whatever. Um, But also, Sheriff, Sheriff John Allen stood up to the governor as well by electing to not enforce the ban before the judge ruled against the the tyrant. He did it before the judge ruled against the tyrant. So I I don't remember how many public health orders besides COVID restrictions that we've had recently, but we've been kind of having a lot. Um, We will start to see, will we start to see more sporadic health emergencies to dupe the people of America into a state of normalcy? So we give up our rights without noticing. It kind of seems like it just keeps popping up. We keep hearing about climate emergencies, public health emergencies, and now this gun emergency camouflaged as a health emergency. Feels like a setup to bring back mail-in balloting with fear campaigns. I I don't know. It's like the Democrats love mail-in balloting all of a sudden. And it's weird because in 2012, Far-left New York Times had an October 6th article um, by Adam Liptak with a headline that reads, Error and Fraud at Issue as Absentee Voting Rises. A small snippet in the article reads, Votes cast by mail are less likely to be counted, more likely to be compromised, and more likely to be contested than those cast in a voting booth, statistics show. Another part of the article I'd like to highlight is uh, this right here, where it says voting by mail is now common enough and problematic enough that election experts say there have been multiple elections in which no one can say with confidence which candidate, candidate was the deserved winner. But the mainstream media labeled the 2020 election the most secure, transparent, and verified election in U.S. history. Yeah. But both cannot be true. So, yeah, there you go. Far left admitting that mail-in balloting um, is not that safe and secure, but now they want to act like the 2020 election was the most secure. Like it, Weird, right? <laughs> Only when it benefits them. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, H- have you seen, uh, what is it, 2,000 Mules? That is such a great, uh, I guess, documentary where it shows um, people going to multiple ballot um, drop places. It's it's such a good um, movie or documentary. I, I recommend people search that out and look at it. It really gives you a new perspective on the election. Um, here we go. Owen Schroyer. And uh, speaking of a dictatorship, um, he, he works as a host at InfoWars. He got two months in prison for his role at the January 6th Capitol. Bulls erection, you know, the Bush erection. Um, Owen never went inside the Capitol or was accused of violence. So I guess the First Amendment doesn't exist no more. They wanted to punish him for alleged lies about the 2020 election and riling up the crowds with his words. So, yeah, this is a this is America where free speech is no longer free. And just last week I I spoke about Enrique Tario, a Proud Boys leader, um getting 22 years for his role in the January 6th bull insurrection as well. 
despite never stepping foot in the city that day. So free speech is uh, not free, everybody. Um, America is, yeah, becoming even more dangerous under this administration with migrants and tyranny, but even our attitudes need adjustment. Just check out this guy, <laughs> Dean Obadala. Who cares about his name? He's a jerk. Serious XM host and journalist. He said um, Donald Trump, uh, verbatim, must die in prison. And it's to set an example for the public. And he said some other off-the-wall um, stuff on his uh, Sirius XM radio show, I guess. Um, he said, I think Donald Trump must die in prison because I don't care if he was 45 years old. You should get life in prison if you attempt a coup. And there should be no chance of parole. I don't care who it is. And he continues with, with his ridiculousness. That's why I think Donald Trump or anyone else who commits a coup must die in jail. Because either we're going to protect the Democratic Republic or we're going to allow people, in this case, Trump, to chip away at our democracy and chip away at what we believe in, uh, <laughs> mm -hmm, in these institutions. He continues, that's why I'm so passionate about, like, with every fiber of my being, that Donald Trump has to live out his natural days, his last days of natural life, in a prison cell. Yeah, crazy, dude. Uh, the dangerousness doesn't stop there. After, uh, let's look into something else. After defunding the police because a dumb cop contributed to the death of a career criminal years ago, Minnesota put into effect a seemingly silly law prohibiting school resource officers from using certain techniques when apprehending kids and opens them up to lawsuits. So because of this law, multiple police departments have pulled their officers from these schools and uh, in Minnesota. And Man Mankato East High School in Minnesota has their um, SRO, their school resource officer, on call, which won't give the most timely response possible because they have to call them then they have to you know wherever they're at. i don't know maybe they're eating lunch <laughs> who knows maybe they got some taco bell and they gotta take a shiza who knows after a brawl at this school a mother because uh, a brawl happened here um, a mother of one of the children was upset her son had a blood clot in his eye and his upper torso was swollen she also talked about how they could have killed her son because they were stomping on him the fight was so bad that the school went on almost a 30-minute lockdown. The school year has just started, though. <laughs> but it just started. So to the kids in Minnesota, may the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> well, the odds obviously were not in Catherine Shortsleeve's favor. And this is a woman who had only been in San Francisco for two days and fell victim to a smashing grab in broad daylight. Her crime was thinking, uh, yeah, this is her crime. She thought she could go inside a In-N-Out burger chain for four minutes. Shouldn't have done it. Not in Democrat-run San Francisco. <laughs> so last month in August, I missed the story, but here you go. You have it now. Um, uh, <laughs> Last month in August, San Francisco, San Francisco reported nearly 1,670 car break-ins. 
the soft on crime Democrat run city is going to give Bruce Wayne's Gotham City a run for its money. <laughs> if you Google what state has the highest poverty rate, California co comes out on top once again. So I guess California's governor, Gavin Newsom, is the Joker, creating the villains in a Gotham multiverse named California. If uh, you like superhero stuff, then you understand the multiverse, and uh, it is California. So, electric cars? Nah, we're not going to go electric cars. I do not want to do that yet. How about we go to the Attack on Children segment? We basically have one every week, unfortunately. So, uh, a week's never complete without someone's Attack on Children nowadays. Um, this week, it's Sage Blair. This is a horrible story. Michelle Blair, the mother, filed a lawsuit on Appomattox County School Board and the district staff. Another school who decided to keep gender identity uh, a secret. And 14-year-old uh, Sage Blair is this week's victim. Um, the school pushed Sage to use the men's restroom, even though they were aware of threats of sexual assault. She ended up getting bullied at the school, ran away from home. Things got worse from there. She ended up being raped and trafficked by two men who took her to Washington, D.C. and Maryland. Um, she was rescued by FBI agents. And uh, you would think that's the end of the story, but unfortunately it's not. It continues. So according to the Daily Wire, um, a Baltimore public defender named Anissa Khan. Man horrible human being um a subject of the lawsuit worked to keep the girl in maryland until her parents accepted her gender transition the mother had not refused to accept her child's transition because she did not even know about the transition so Khan threw away the letters um this is from the daily wire Khan threw away the letters from um the mother uh, that she was sending to her daughter. So she, the daughter came to the conclusion that she was abandoned by her parents. And that's according to the lawsuit. So it continues. Um, I'll read some more of the August 25th, 2023 article by the Daily Wire. Uh, the 14-year-old rape victim was put in a Baltimore group home with teenage boys and told by Khan that her parents no longer wanted her and that Khan, the, the jerk, was going to arrange for um, the daughter to live with a family in Maryland who could affirm her as a boy. Horrible. Even after a judge said that it would be illegal under the interstate compact on juveniles to refuse to return the girl to Virginia, the girl remained in Baltimore while Khan appealed that. And she was only returned to her Virginia home after she ran away, so she had to escape just to get out of there. Um, from the Maryland facilities, and then she was abducted by a man who brought her to Texas. Oh, man, it just doesn't end for this girl, uh, where she was again raped and tortured, again, according to the lawsuit. And officials in Texas, unlike Maryland, promptly returned her to her parents. So thank you, Texas, for not being some far-left crazy Democrat pushing your crap on other people, thinking you know better for someone else's child. Um, if you don't think the government's overstepped its boundaries when it comes to children, you need to wake the hell up. Just some, some witch thinks she knows better than the mother 
And she put this young girl through hell so she can feed her woke gender ideology appetite. It's sickening. Unfortunately, we have a bit more to add on this week's Attack on Children segment. I wish that was it. It's a little bit of a small story, but it's not. It's very important. So this guy, Mike Farley, he's a product manager working at Pornhub, the porn site whose parent company is MindGeek. He's been employed there for about 10 years. He reveals that uh, rapists and traffickers use the Pornhub site. Um, They use a loophole to make a lot of money on there. And this admittance happened when talking to an undercover reporter. Gave me some Project Veritas vibes. vibes, And uh, Project Veritas has not been around much as they used to. You can watch the video on Twitter and I'm sure a lot of other places. Um, it's pretty long video. Uh, the loophole they use gets minors on the porn site. So minors on one of the biggest worldwide porn sites. If that's not an attack on children, I don't know what is. But that seems seems to be. Bidenomics, let's, let's go to a little bit of a Bidenomics. You know, the greatest thing that ever happened to America. Yay. Um, I believe I talked about this tweet last last week, but I could be wrong. From Joey B, uh, September 7th, 2023. Um, His uh, tweet said, uh, We're canceling all remaining oil and gas leases under the previous administration in the Arctic Refuge and protecting more than 13 million acres in the Western Arctic. Word about ice, I guess. Um, Then on uh, September 14th, (laughs) seven days later, CNN had a tweet. And it said, U.S. oil prices climbed over $90 a barrel for the first time in 10 months, threatening to push gasoline prices even higher and heat up inflation across the economy. And uh, people in the comments of the September 7th Joey B uh, tweet, they feared that there was going to be rising gas prices because of his, um, I don't know, his, his want to help the ice. And uh, so it seems like it happened seven days later. Um, Routers, routers.com, also on September 14th, they had an article that reads, Oil rises to highest in 2023 on tight supply expectations. Uh, The article also reads, Tighter market balance for rest of 2023 remains in focus. So um, it seems like it's going to be in demand. And he, um, you know, stopped it. (laughs) <laughs> so that's really great of you, Joe Biden. You help us out a lot all the time. Um, FBA.gov, September 11th, um, they had a news release. And uh, let's see. Oh, okay. This is about COVID. Going into some COVID here. Today, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration took action, approving and authorizing for emergency use updated COVID-19 vaccines formulated to um, to more closely target currently circulating variants and to provide better protection against serious consequences of COVID-19, including hospitalization and death. Today's actions relate to updated mRNA vaccines for 2023-2024, manufactured by Moderna, TX Incorporated, Pfizer, blah, 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 consistent with the totality of the evidence and input from the FDA's expert advisors, 
These vaccines have been updated to include a monovalent, malevolent, um, single component that corresponds to the Omicron, Omicron variant. So I guess the updated vaccine is going to be good for uh, the new variant that's out there. So to all the vaccine fans, oh, yeah, yeah, everybody that loves the vaccine, uh, this is for you. Um, the article also reads individuals five years of age and older, regardless of previous vaccination, are eligible to receive a single dose of an updated mRNA COVID-19 vaccine at least two months since the last dose. Yay, five-year-olds, go ahead and get your vaccine. And then individuals six months through four years, they want babies fucking vaccinated with this crap, uh, who previously been vaccinated against COVID-19, are eligible to receive one or two doses. Okay, hey, whoopee. So FDA approved a new COVID booster shot that's needed for those who haven't died yet. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, the doctor, a lot of Democrats worship, Mr. Anthony Fauci, admits on ABC, you gotta wear the mask. Um, he, he admits that recently, this month, um, that you can get myocarditis from the vaccine and claims the risk of myocarditis is larger from COVID itself. Well, let's put this into perspective. Let's think. Remember, you have to think nowadays. They're not going to give it to you straight. So if you're at risk, just think about it. If you're at risk of myocarditis from the vaccine and COVID, then why would you double your chances of getting myocarditis by getting the vaccine? Because the vaccine doesn't stop you from getting COVID, it only allegedly lessens the symptoms. So you are doubling your chances at getting myocarditis with the clot shot. So I would not do that. And also, natural immunity is at play here. NBCnews.com, um, February 16th, 2023, they finally admit it uh, three years later. But okay. Um, the article headline reads, Immunity acquired from a COVID infection is as protective as vaccination against severe illness and death, study finds. And more from the article, the immunity, this is the important part, I believe, uh, the immunity generated from an infection was found to be at least as high, if not higher, than that provided by two doses of mRNA vaccine. Um, yeah, so you have a greater immunity from uh, the infection than you do from the vaccine itself. So, yeah, there you go. You, you, I don't think you need the clot shot if you just got COVID. So if you don't need the updated one, your natural immunity will take over and you should be fine. So please stop shoving these jabs down into your body. I don't recommend it, but people do what they want to do. Um, uh, and more on this COVID stuff. ABC News, September 13th, 2023. Headline was CIA looking into allegations connected to COVID-19 origins. Uh, also from the article, the Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA, confirms to ABC News it is looking into accusations that several members of an agency team tasked with COVID-19 pandemic analysis were paid off 
significant hush money in order to buy a shift in their position about where the virus came from. In case you missed it, uh, testimony from a CIA whistleblower uh, the day before, September 12th, um, 2023, has brought upon these investigations. Um, how Our intelligence agencies, is how, how criminal of them doing a cover-up. Why? Because did Anthony Fauci really have gain-of-function research in the Wuhan lab like we've been saying since 2020? I don't know. But um, hopefully that gets investigated. And if they were covering up the origins for this long, wow. Seriously. And you wonder why a lot of us have become conspiracy theorists. I have. Because I've been right on some of these conspiracies that I've had. I'm just waiting to be right again. Because this government that we have, they suck. Um, Tucker Carlson, he went off on Greg Abbott. This was, was kind of cool. Uh, totally unexpected, out of nowhere. Uh, he, he made a lot of great points. He, he's, he, he said he's got a National Guard. He's the commander-in-chief of the National Guard. He then go, goes on and says he suggested it to Abbott three times uh, at a private cocktail party in Dallas to uh, bring the National Guard. And Abbott's, Abbott's response was that it's very complicated, according to Tucker. And then he keeps on going, saying it's not complicated and you're lying to me because you don't want to do it because your donors don't want you to do it. And he continues to call him a betrayer of his own people. He says it's a betrayal of the core promise of the country, which is the people rule. And speaking on how Texas Texans don't want our border flooded, I know I don't, I'm calling it a criminal act. Hey, I'm all for closing the border and bringing the National Guard. I've, I've seen articles claiming 85,000 migrant children have gone missing. If we close the border, that would stop the United States from assisting in migrant child trafficking. So I'm for that. Let, let's stop it. Um, yeah. But also, what really gets me, if you go to the World Economic Forum we, uh, website and uh, you, you type in, or, or you Google, I think, um, Greg Abbott World Economic Forum, he'll pop up on there. So uh, is he part of the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset and those guys that like to tell us how to live life? Maybe he is. I don't know. I, I really hope not. Why is he on that website? So I don't know. He's not doing enough. I only voted for the guy because he wasn't a Democrat. And I, I'm not extremely thrilled about that vote either. But Beto, Bendejo, no. <laughs> We're not having him. All right, let's go to some electric cars. NPR on September 10th, 2023, as I just yelled into the microphone, uh, the article reads, um, electric cars have a road trip problem, even for the Secretary of Energy. And this highlights um, the Secretary of Energy, Jennifer Granholms, Granholm, whatever. Um, she, had a, she wanted to do a four-day electric vehicle road trip from Charlotte, North Carolina to Memphis, Tennessee, in an attempt to get more Americans to use electric vehicles. <laughs> wow, the trip sucked. So a family with the baby in the car ended up calling the cops on her <laughs> after one of her staffers used a gas car to block them 
from the only available charging station. Yeah, and it was so that she can get that charging spot and, I guess, drive off happily ever after, I guess. I don't know. But uh, apparently she's more important than that family with the baby in the car because um, she's the Secretary of Energy. So, yeah, they were pretty damn pissed. They called the, the cops. Uh, I would have probably called the cops. My fiancé would have called the cops. Like, I'd be friggin' pissed, too, if my baby was in the car. So, Wall Street Journal article, September 13th, 2023. Pete Buttigieg, the U.S. Secretary of Transportation, said he has problems finding reliable electric start charging stations as well, just like uh, this Secretary of Energy as well. So, the electric cars, they're not ready to be the main cars on the road. We're not ready. The electric grid is not ready to charge all of these vehicles and have all these blackouts just so we can drive electric cars. It's not ready. Um, so it could be ready maybe uh, soon. So the New York Post had an article on uh, September 11th, 2023. The headline reads, Lithium deposit found in U.S. McDermott Caldera may be the road's largest. A lithium deposit was discovered in a volcanic crater along the Nevada-Oregon border, and it may hold up to 40 million metric tons of the rare metal, possibly the largest ever in the world, which could have a massive impact on the electric vehicle industry. Uh, according to the article, apparently the 23 million metric tons were also found over the summer beneath a Bolivian salt flat. So, sorry for this next part. If uh, It's a bit of a conspiracy drop, but um, I don't know what to believe with the whole climate change thing. Scientists kept getting it wrong. They were spewing global warming and how most of us will all be dead by this time already and with an uninhabitable land, but we're all here still. So they moved the goalpost from uh, global warming and uh, they moved it further and they started calling it climate change because th that is extremely broad, though. You know, every natural event nowadays keeps being blamed on climate change. And back in the day, uh, yeah, back then we used to call them natural disasters, but now they're climate change. Okay. But um, we're just all of a sudden finding this lithium under our feet at a time when trust in the government, I feel, is rapidly declining and an election that doesn't seem to be favoring Democrats is just around the corner. So we can have a bigger push for electric vehicles out of fear of climate change, I guess. This is the whole fear hoax that they're going to do now. Melon balance. I don't know. Then, then we get into these vehicles that the global elitists who want to steer the world into a direction, no pun intended, steer, get it? anyways, there was a pun intended, so the, because they feel we are too stupid to do it ourselves, I guess. So th this is what really scares me, though. Maybe they can hack into our cars and make us crash. They could kill us off for standing up to the government. Oh, this guy is a problem for us. Speaking truths. Um... Yeah, being in the, in the way of their godlike progressivism or standing up to the globalists feels like another way of controlling us since these censorship tactics on social media sites have had the curtain pulled and we're seeing past the bullshit. 
mainstream media is being exposed and great awakening of the U.S. citizens is happening. I feel it. I like electric cars, but I do not think I will be driving one. Humanity has been plagued by too many humans wanting to play a god. And um, yeah, I feel like if I'm standing up to the government and I'm in an electric car, they'll hack into my car and kill me. Oh, we got rid of them. No problem. They can't do that with a gas-powered car. At least I don't think that technology would be a lot further, but who knows. Um, so if you don't think we're that advanced yet, well, I beg to differ. I mean, we're doing things like a cyber attack on Las Vegas. Uh, NBC News, September 14th. Article reads, an apparent cyber attack has thrown a major resort chain and some of its casinos in Las Vegas into chaos. NBC News, Miguel Amaguar has more details on some guests, on how some guests are unable, some guests can't get into their hotel rooms, and some even have their social security numbers and driver licenses stolen. So customers are having to check in, writing their information on paper. Some slot machines and ATMs are not working. And uh, so I just learned slot machines were electronic. That sucks. <laughs> I thought they were like a mechanical slot machine, but everything's electronic now. The cyber attack happened uh, September 10th on 2023, on Sunday. It took down the system in 10 minutes. And they're still having issues with it. MGM was offered a ransom, but they didn't pay it. Uh, perhaps they should have. Because Caesars Entertainment was also hacked, but they paid a ransom days before MGM was breached. So their problems are believed to be less harsh than that of MGM. So they can hack into a company like this with great software security and a rise in AI technology. So it scares me even more that one day an electric car can be hacked and controlled like a remote car doing whatever it is they want to do to you in that vehicle. You can have your whole family in there, and they're like, yeah, I don't like you. Let's let's crash you over here, and uh, we'll just, you know, malfunction, I guess. I'll take my chances with a gas-powered vehicle, and the government can stay out of my shit. Well, that, that's, in a, that's all I have for this week of news. Hope you join me next week. Thank you.